and scene. And now on Radio 4, we dip into the archives for some of the failed screen tests of Roger Moore in our new series, No Thanks Roger. In this series, we will hear auditions from Roger Moore for films such as The Godfather, Trainspotting, and even Pulp Fiction. The Godfather, 1972. You don't even think to call me Godfather. Instead, you come into my house on the day my daughter is to be married, and you ask me to do murder for money. I ask you for justice. That is not justice. Your beautiful daughter, she's still alive. Then they can suffer, then, as she suffers. How much shall I pay you? Buonasera. Buonasera. What have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectfully? Had you come to me in friendship, then this scoundrel that ruined your daughter would be suffering this very day. And that by chance, if an honest man such as yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies, and the enemies of the crown. And then they would fear you. I think that was pretty good. I mean, I could do it without the tuxedo in a safari suit if it suits better. Train spotting. 1996. Choose a life. Choose a job. Choose a career. Choose a family. Choose a damn big television. Choose washing machines, cars, compact disc players, and electrical tin openers. Choose DIY and wondering who the hell you are on a Sunday morning. Choose sitting on that couch watching mind-numbing, spirit-crushing game shows, sticking junk food into your mouth. Choose rotting away in the end of it all, urinating your last in a miserable home, nothing more than an embarrassment to that selfish, screwed-up brats you spawned to replace yourself. Choose your future. Choose life. But why would I want to do a thing like that? I think we got it there, don't you? I mean, I could change out of the safari suit and try it in the tuxedo if you'd like. Pulp Fiction, 1994. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides with inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers, and you will know my name, is the Lord." when I lay my vengeance upon thee. That's great, Roger. Can we have the next scene? Um, with, with my contractual adjustments? Yes, certainly. Say, mother lover, one more time, I dare you. I double dare you, mother lover. That, that's great, Roger. Thanks. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll be in touch. I, c- I could do it. Without the safari suit, or perhaps in a tuxedo? That that won't be necessary. Thank you, Roger. And a good day. 
and seen. Oh, such a long flight. Oh, God, looking around. So this is the great Lester B. Pearson Airport. Oh, such a vast place to arrive and no one here to greet me. And me here for the weekend before my business meeting. Hey, hey, Gunnar, oh, Gunnar. If only someone... Oh, this voice, this voice. Gunnar, over here, man. Oh, this man, this strapping man with this little sign. Hey, you Gunnar, right? Uh, my name is Gunther. Are you Brian? Yeah, that's me, man. Nice to meet you. Oh, thank you. My first time in Canada. I hope I've come the right way. Then welcome to Toronto, man. Oh, thank you. So nice to have a warm hand on my entrance. Hey, it's it's just a pleasure to have you here, man. Now, I'm, I'm very conscious that we have a whole weekend to kill before the business meetings on Monday. Oh, I don't, I don't mean to, uh, you know, take you away from all your commitments for the weekend, but I do need to amuse myself. What, what does anyone do? What is the custom in this country to do at the weekend? Well, you know, the main thing in Canada is we all go cottaging. Oh. I've just come from London. This sounds right up my alley. It's a Canadian custom, man. What we do, we, we all go cottaging. It's a family tradition. Lots of families. Lots of lots of young guys up there. You'll love it. Oh, this does sound interesting. So all of the all of the male family they go cottaging. Yeah, it's it's a tradition, man. I remember when my father first took me and his father before him. It's it's just what we do up here, man. And and you know it's. It's not for everyone, and you don't have to plunge right in. You can just dip your toe in the water if you, that's what you'd rather. Oh, so uh, as a slow introduction to cottaging for the young ones, no? Slow and easy. That's what cottaging's all about. Oh, yeah, the music to my ears. This is we exact- take it slow. We just relax. It's all about being laid back and just getting in the, that cottaging vibe, man. Uh, oh, and even the younger men? It's it's a rite of passage out here, Gunnar. I, I remember the first time I took my my son. He was thirteen years old, and and we took him cottaging for the first time. And I tell you what, he left a boy, but he came back a man. Oh, I had a similar experience at sixteen in Stuttgart, but you know. Not quite so romantic, I think. Oh, my God, if my father was there to cheer me on, that would be something. But uh, he wouldn't be on the sidelines clapping that. No, not what I did. Even in Germany, your dad's never taken you cottaging? No, if I if I said to my father I wanted to go cottaging, he would frown upon it. No, no, not mein Führer. No, no. That's not what's like over here, man. It's a family affair. We all go up there. We just have a great time. We have a few beers. You dip your toe in the water and... And just see how it goes, man. You just relax. There's no pressure, Gunnar. I feel like I've landed in heaven. Take me now, Brian. Take me cottaging. I want to go cottaging with you, please. Hey, then what we'll do, we'll go over, we'll get in the car, and it's a couple of hours north from here, and then we'll cottage hard this weekend. Oh, I'm weak at the knees. Oh, but I shall make it to your motor vehicle. Oh, please, uh, let's take the luggage, but oh, my God. I, I can't wait till you meet the family, okay? I've got my sons coming, two of my sons. One of them's 18, one of them's 16, okay? Oh. I got my brother-in-law coming, as well as my dad. So there's people of all ages. I'm sure I got along famously with these fellas. They're, they're top guys. Oh, they're all tops. This is fantastic. This is right up my alley. My youngest son is kind of a big guy, so I hope, you know, you'll be able to squeeze in okay, but 
It shouldn't be a problem. We'll have a great time, girl, I promise you. Oh, but after such a long flight, I have to admit, I'm slightly embarrassed. I will need douching facilities. Hey, Gunnar, that's no problem at all. We used that French-Canadian over here. You can shower, no problem. Oh, great, because I like to be clean when I go cottaging. Don't we all? And scene. Oh, hello there. It's the uh, lovely Joanna Lumley. I wonder if you could put me through to Stephen Morose, please. Joanna, hi. So lovely to hear from you. Oh, Stephen, how lovely to hear your voice. I, I'm still personally buzzing with excitement. Yeah, you must have heard the news. We, we won the Palm Dwarf, that fantastic documentary we did about the orphans. Oh, I know, those poor sad creatures. It was so, so touching. I mean, it, it touched me to my absolute core. It, it was so moving. It was a really important story that we just had to tell. And thankfully, it's been recognised by those in the industry. To win that award means so much to me. I thank you again for your work. Oh, it was, it was nothing, but I, I do know that there's been thousands upon thousands of pounds raised for those poor creatures. Yes, yeah, we, we you know, the, the, the locals, the, the charity, the, the orphanage, they're, they're so grateful. It's, oh, absolutely. it's really gratifying. And I can't help but think, as I've, I've come back to London and I live in my lovely mansion flat, that there's, there's more that I can do to help. Oh, okay. I mean, I'd love to hear your ideas. Well, I, I don't want to do anything off camera, so I was, I was thinking perhaps we could do a follow-up documentary where, where perhaps, I opened my home up to uh, the most needy, and um, I've been talking to my husband, and 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 we think that, looking at the design of the property, we could we could knock the two guest bedrooms into one and and it should just about be big enough to take in one of the most needy from the show. Oh, I mean, that's a really generous gesture. So, I mean, I have to speak to the charity, but I'm sure they'd love to have us back. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure they would. I mean, I mean, it's going to be a challenge because I'm on the third floor, but I, th- I think there's a where there's a will, there's a way. And even without a lift, I think, you know, just to be in a safe and loving environment. And the most fantastic thing would be to film it. Yeah, I mean, the thing about the third floor, I mean, I know they're quite weak now, but obviously once they live there and they're well nourished, the stairs wouldn't be a problem at all. Absolutely. We're we're absolutely on the same page. With the right nutrition and feeding schedule, I'm sure that they're going to be strong before you know where we are. Three square meals. I mean, you saw how starving those those poor poor things were. I know. Some of them were just nothing but bones. And I, I do insist, though, that perhaps we don't film all of the events involved in the adoption. Well, we wouldn't, we wouldn't film anything that wasn't necessary to the story. We wouldn't want to film anything too personal. We wouldn't want to give anybody any personal details, of course, of your residence oh, or anything absolutely. like that. I wouldn't want my husband to be on camera. And, no, and, he never is. No, and perhaps... Are you married? I wouldn't want to film the gouding. The, sorry, the what? Well, absolutely. I mean, it would be an unpleasant thing for the viewers to see. I don't want to see the gouding of the uh, of the adoption. I mean, the, John, these 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 poor orphans have been through enough. I mean, you're not suggesting that I, you castrate. Well, yes, I think it's medically necessary. I couldn't I couldn't possibly have a a, a junior bull elephant in my in my mansion flat without taking oh, some precautions. You 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 want to adopt. One of the elephants. Well, yes, of course. I mean, they're so adorable. 
I thought you wanted to adopt one of the, the orphans we saw. Those, those poor starving children in the orphanage. The people who were obsessed with the elephants. I mean, the elephants are the focus here, surely. It, it, I mean, the, I think for most of the, the audience and the people at Palm Door, the, the oh, children no. were very much the focus. No, no, no. I couldn't possibly have a child in my flat. That, that wouldn't be appropriate, no. I mean, the elephant's more likely to to be a problem, I think, than a human. I've considered everything. I've considered the defecation, and, and if we gelled them, then there won't be any of the rutting that, you know, was such a problem during no, the filming. I, I, we all know, everyone knows how much you love elephants, OK? But I really thought you wanted to adopt a human to try and do something good for those those poor... This does feel a bit self-aggrandising. Well, perhaps we're not quite on the same page here. No, I, I, I really don't think we are. But I mean, I, I'll speak to them. I'll, I'll, I'll speak to the, the the charity. See if we can get a young a bull elephant. You say? Well, one of the young males. I think there was one with a one one ear bigger than the other that I I took quite a fancy to. Mm, there's a few orphans like that as well. I don't want to adopt a child. Okay, Joanna. Okay, so. I, 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 I hear the idea, I love it. it it's got legs. Um, I guess four legs in this case, not two. I'll, I'll, I'll speak to the charity and I'll see what we can do. How about that? I think that'd be lovely. Why don't you call me back once you've managed to sort out all the arrangements and I, I'll start picking out my uh, rather lovely flowing outfits and uh, I'm looking forward to it. OK, th- thanks, Joanna. Oh, thank you. OK, bye. Bye-bye. Jesus Christ, that woman must be absolutely insane. I'm still on the phone. Sorry, sorry, John, I was, I was just talking about someone else who's just been oh. trying to force their way into my office. OK, goodbye. Sorry. Bye. Goodbye, Bye. then. Bye-bye. Bye. And scene.